0: This is a disclaimer. The Crimson Capsule Chapel is a podcast about awareness and self-development. Do not listen if you are weak-minded and easily offended. This podcast is from a red pill perspective. We go hard on 304 so you can understand their nature. Again, listen at your own discretion. Thank you and enjoy. Just listen to this. When politicians can
1: be bought, when courts can be manipulated, when the media becomes a tool of propaganda, There you will find a society that is susceptible to manipulation from the outside. There you'll find a society that loses control of its own destiny. They're doing all kinds of things, right? They're moving it from one company to another company to another company in hopes that uh, maybe nobody will notice. Well, somebody noticed, and the banks did notice. That's why they sent the 170 suspicious activity reports onto Treasury. And as James Comer explained, they don't even want to have to do that. So the fact that they did that is pretty significant. So don't you think in a normal world, the U.S. Treasury Department says, hey, 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 knock, 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 Mr. Biden, Mr. Vice President of the United States, we seem to have a little bit of an issue with your son, there's a whole lot of suspicious activity reports, but nope, that doesn't happen. There is some talk and some chatter that Obama was aware of some of this and wasn't too pleased about it. Of course, that's what they're, that's what they're gonna have to go with, right? If Michelle wins, well, we can talk about that in a little bit. But this is not, this is not, not good.
2: This video is going to make you a little sick to your stomach, but stick with me here. So there's a new reality TV series on the Oxygen channel. It's called Preachers
3: of L.A.
0: The Bible says that I wish above all things that you
3: would prosper and be in health, even as your soul prosper. I believe that.
0: The Bible says that those who sow among us should reap from us. That's implying that the preacher is to be taken care of.
2: Wow. Jesus called. He wants his religion
0: back. These guys are preachers and they're living in houses like that and driving around in Ferraris and Bentleys? Man, I'm in the wrong business. I need to start a religion. P. Diddy, Jay Z, they're not the only ones who should be driving Ferraris and living in large houses. Yeah, the
2: difference there is that Jay Z and Diddy pay taxes and churches don't.
1: Who is happier? The girl that's got an OnlyFans or doing porn, or the woman who's living in Kashmir where I'm from uh, with her kids and family and has a purpose. The girl who's doing OnlyFans,
4: these men are not gonna come to your funeral. No one's gonna care. No. Whereas that woman who is looking after her children, she's got a legacy and there's nothing more beautiful than that and you're telling me my culture is oppressive when I find your culture humiliating. And-
3: this is the failure of American culture. We, we've trained women to believe that their instincts and their creation to be mothers and to to develop young people, that that's all inferior to chasing the bag, having a career, not needing a man, love with this young woman's talking about, this is the failure of American culture and the failure of liberalism.
4: Jersey, Judah, Wednesday evening, slash Wednesday night, and I'm back, man, once again, I'm back, with another episode, another edition of the Crimson Capsule Chapel, all right, All right, so on this episode, we got lefties losing it once again. All right, lefties turned lunatics on this episode. We got Sky News. We got Tucker Carlson from Benny Johnson. Uh, We got Rita from Sky News. Uh, I don't want to waste too much time, but it is only 7 o'clock. So I am guaranteeing at least an hour and thirty minutes. Uh, we got a video called "On Point." Exclamation uh, mark! Tucker Carlson shocks everyone with what he says about Donald Trump and the establishment. Then Sky News, which we might go through this one first. Lefties losing it. Underscore hysterical meltdowns captured. All right, so we're gonna hear a lot of these. Lunatics bug the fuck out. Today was, you know, today was just another day work wise. Um, I wanted to make sure that I had most of, if not 75 percent of the things that I needed to do at this job done before I was able to do this. And more importantly, before I get to hear any complaints from the part timers that come here, Um, my job consists of two full-time workers and two part-time workers. Now, here's the thing. When I first got here, I had another guy who was working in the mornings. I would show up in the afternoon. He would leave. Excellent worker. Pretty much taught me most of what I know for the time being here. Um, He left, which which sucked because then it was just this big question of, well, who's going to come and a woman comes, doesn't really know what she's doing. And I have to deal with that. Even though she works full time, every time that I show up, she's usually sitting down on a computer or in the break room, never really working. So on top of that, I got these part timers. They show up whenever they really want, they kind of make their schedule. As long as they're done everything within three or four hours, they can come in whatever they want. Me, I have to show up on time. So when I show up on time, I try to get most of my work done before these people come in. Because, like, there's a lady that just complains. Like, that's all she's... There's never been a time that this bitch doesn't, doesn't complain. So, in essence, I don't talk to people who complain all the fucking time. Especially a woman. Like, you're working part-time. Like, what is there really to complain about? Like, the person's responsible for wiping tables. Imagine coming into work. You only work three hours. You're only responsible for wiping tables. You're not pushing a vacuum. You're not carrying garbage. You're not handling equipment. But yet, you still find something to complain about with wiping tables with the three and a half hours that you have. It's it's just fucking retarded. Grown. These people are grown. The bitch complaining is in her 50s. Like, listen, go somewhere else. And then they come in, they all sit around and they chat. It's like, y'all, you guys are literally in my way. Like, literally, that's all y'all do is complain and get in my way. So I've been having to work a little bit faster, a little bit harder than I usually would just to get a chance to sit back and kick it. All right. But I think we're going to start off with i I'm drinking this uh, Cherry Coca-Cola boost right now. Just letting y'all know. Uh, We're going to just start off with Sky News. Lefties losing it. Hysterical meltdowns. Let's get it.
1: Lefties across the globe are losing it. They're having meltdowns causing chaos and leaving a trail of disruption in their wake gender race sexuality climate there's no limit to what will trigger them they're unpredictable erratic and in the eyes of sky news all-star rita Panahi, completely hilarious rita Panahi exposes the lefties who are losing it across the globe A meltdown trigger for lefties is gender. Assuming someone's gender can
5: lead to a major outburst. Uh. And things took a nasty turn when one of the dancing, chanting protesters was apparently misgendered. Here the protester claims she's a man and points to her pronoun badge. It's proof. (laughs) Again, charming stuff
1: And historically, celebrities have shied away from commenting on gender publicly for fear of being cancelled But the tide is now changing and the lefties aren't happy
5: Let's start with lefties having a meltdown because music legend Santana said this during a concert A woman
2: is a woman and a man is a man (laughs) The
5: Los Angeles Times was among a host of publications claiming that Carlos Santana went on an anti-trans rant on stage. <laughs> it didn't sound like much of a rant to me, and I've watched the longer version. Dylan Mulvaney is perhaps the most well-known lefty that has lost it on several occasions, <laughs> mainly
1: triggered by comments about her gender and sexuality. A list for the gays. I
2: live
0: for the gays. I live for them. I live for the gays, the gays, the gays, the gays. The gays, the gays, the gays gays, gays, gays make me happy. I don't want to live for anyone else. Gay, 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 be be gay. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: Absolutely despicable. Trifling, treacherous. this person although i don't blame this person entirely for the bud light situation somebody had to come up with the idea of course it was a woman of course we know the we know the cause and effect of that but just to still hear that this person is still relevant today it's it's appalling it really is i told you
5: i can't explain it it's kind of fun though lefties losing it isn't limited to
1: hysterical breakdowns lefties also lose their minds and come up with exaggerated stories that are very difficult to believe
2: i was at work and a customer called me sir and i said um sir actually it's a ma'am and then everyone around started clapping and the guy actually
5: got arrested and then he was sentenced to death yeah I'm sure
1: heterosexual men have long been the target of lefty meltdowns simply by existing
5: now here is a woman having what appears to be a meltdown which she helpfully filmed and put on the internet for us and it's all over what seems like a rather unremarkable interaction with a man
1: Women do not want to be spoken to in public by strange men. I was just leaving the hardware store, because I'm a construction girl, and I was deciding whether or not to jaywalk. And I was waiting patiently to see if there was a moment when there was going to be a clear, safe path for me. And this man in a minivan... I'm locking my car doors. This man in a minivan slows down and starts waving at me and yelling, Go! And I was like, No, there's cars coming, not safe. And he goes, Go! And I
0: was like, No, you drive. Like, you're endangering people. Calm down.
4: Like, what life do these bitches really have, dude? Like, just... The things to talk about, like, and you know this is probably all lies, just something that she can do just to pass time.
5: Are you gonna hurt yourself? I mean, these girls, they go on the internet and have these meltdowns over the most mundane interactions. I mean, imagine if you actually had a crisis to face. And even when presented with the cold hard facts about gender, lefties still lose it but science doesn't apply when talking about gender.
4: Can you identify as a black person? No. Why?
5: Because I'm not black.
4: I'm not a woman, but I can identify as a woman, according to you.
5: If you
1: transition, maybe.
4: What defines a transition?
1: Like, if that's, if that's your goal, you know? If you believe it. Sure.
4: If you believe you're black, why aren't you black?
1: Well, that's just not, that's like genetics. That's like ancestry. Like, you're black.
4: You're also born a man or a woman. It's the same thing. That's also genetics. I'm over it. Funny thing about it is with guys like Sneeko, that's the guy who was talking. Apparently, like I mentioned before, Sneeko has given up on the red pill. He has abandoned ship and good riddance. Because uh, a guy that lets his girlfriend get banged and openly talks about it on a podcast ain't really alpha and red pill to me.
5: She's over it. I bet you are, love. And even seemingly
1: intelligent university professors are losing it when it comes to gender.
5: Now, this is the most hilarious yet maddening lefties losing it content. Here is Riley Gaines, a swimmer who was forced to swim against Leah Thomas for some time uh, before Thomas was banned from the women's competition because, well, because they have a male body. Well, Riley was speaking at the University of Pittsburgh, where an academic claimed that men and women are not physically different. Listen to this exchange, and listen to the students laugh at the academic and the claims he's making.
1: So, if you were to dig up a human, two humans, and a hundred years from now, both man and woman, could you tell the difference, strictly off the bones?
2: Yeah, because it's a
5: He goes, why am I being laughed at when I'm the expert in the room? That's what the academic said there at the end. Uh, I don't know. You're being laughed at because you've allowed woke wackery to uh, <laughs> turn you into a like, reality.
4: <laughs> woke wackery. Holy shit
5: denying clown. That's why they're laughing at you, even at university where we know woke culture reigns supreme. Rita Panahi was perplexed
1: when footage emerged of a biological man walking bizarrely down a catwalk.
5: Um, Now, there aren't too many industries that are as stupidly woke as the fashion world, so let's check in on (laughs) lefties losing it on the catwalk. Oh! And we got the vision? Oh, yes, here we go. Prue, can you explain to my audience what we've just looked at here? Because it's, um, I have well, trouble understanding. Is that, is that now what's uh, expected? This is the ideal vision of manhood? Well, this is a person who we think is a man who looks like it's a wiener in a sandwich oh, trying God. to master the art of wearing ridiculous wedgie high heels. I mean, it's, if this is fashion, it's certainly a staple. I don't know Give what it back. is, Prue, but uh, you know time. what? I'm going to investigate it and I will like, bring an explanation next week. Proop
1: and host of The View, Whoopi Goldberg, Uh-oh. was
5: offended by
1: a harmless joke about maternity leave. Uh, Let's start with regular contributors uh, to let Lefty's
5: Losing It, the ladies of The View. Ladies! Whoopi's turn, she lost it over a little joke Triggered. about maternity leave. Look at how perturbed she is here, recounting this joke.
4: Whatever happened to uh, the whole lawsuit thing that was supposed to be put on uh, Whoopi Goldberg, what happened with that? Remember talking about that a little over a month ago curious.
5: She claims isn't funny at all, even though her audience and her co-hosts are laughing at it.
2: An attempted joke at last weekend's political roast held by DC journalists,
0: the Gridiron dinner. Pence claimed transportation secretary Pete Buttigieg did took two months
2: of, quote, maternity leave during the nationwide airline crisis, which makes Pete the only person in human history to have a child and everyone else gets postpartum depression.
0: That's such a joke. <laughs> <laughs> Now, I want oh, to point out that this joke wasn't funny when Tucker calls.
4: Nah, the joke's funny, bitch. Shut up.
0: Did it. it wasn't funny when Lauren Bolbert did it. It's just not funny. It's just
4: not a funny joke. It's funny. But it isn't. It's hilarious. Sorry. It's
5: funny joke, will be Funnier than anything uh, you've contributed over the last decade.
4: Damn. Damn, that was bad. <laughs> god damn yeah this is why I fuck with uh, Sky News Australia I don't know about Australia much I know it's the land down under you know I, I used to drink Fosters growing up the big can the big oil can it was just something boss about Cause, you know, I would see guys around the way, they, they get 40 ounces and shit. And they're like, yeah, that's, you know, that's all right. But I get the Foster can, get two of the, uh I think the premium, premium's green. And the other one, I forgot, is it just pale? There's pale and then there's premium. Premium is a little bit more of a grainier taste, but pretty good. Foster's beer, pretty good. I used to get that. with the big plastic not not the big uh, paper bag over it and just drink out of that thug shit but uh i don't know nothing about australia but um, the beer is okay and um it appears that they are in fact based all right she just fried i gotta bring that back she just fried uh oprah not oprah um Whatever, whatever that black bitch name, Whoopi Goldberg, whatever her name is.
2: Well,
5: Pete, funnier than anything uh, you've contributed over the last
2: decade. God. T- <laughs>
5: <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> Ooh. A roast for the love of God, for far more crass things are said during a roast than that. And Whoopi went on to say she was outraged by the joke, but somehow she wasn't outraged when a few days earlier Jane Fonda was sitting next to her and joking about murdering Christians and conservative politicians. Wow. Climate crazies are some of the worst
1: offenders of meltdowns. Not only do they have verbal outbursts, but they also
5: extend to physical altercations. And destruction of property now to some climate crazies losing oh, it God. in sweden women oh. from the climate group restore wetlands glued their hands to a monet painting and uttered hysterical lies about the end of the world
4: Okay, so on that note, we're going to move on because I don't know what the bitch is saying. and I honestly don't care. Nigga, I'm from the States. What the? Sweden? Who give a fuck about no lefties in Sweden? You know what I mean? I, I don't even know what Swedish bitches look like. So if I don't know about the bitches, you know I don't know about the territory. That's some real man shit right there. That ain't real nigga shit. That's real man shit. If I don't know about the women in the area, I probably don't know about the area. Respectfully. And plus, we already about 30, 45 seconds into that video anyway. I just wanted to kick off with um, leftoids spurging out. <clears throat> Why not, right? <clears throat> because we got the, uh, the main attraction here which is Tucker Carlson going in as usual. He's becoming a, uh, he's becoming a favorite of mine. I, I can honestly tell people like when it comes to Trump, I wasn't, I never considered myself um, a solid, just Trump supporter through and through at all I- until maybe like 20, 2021. Tucker Carlson. I've heard bits and pieces of a lot of his shit when he was on Fox during the pandemic. And even at that time, I was listening to him and I'm saying, wow, he sounds a lot. He sounds number one, not with his uh, cadence, not with his cadence, but what he's talking about. He sounds a lot like sort of a light version of Alex Jones. Cause he can't go full Alex Jones on national television, but he throws bits and pieces of red pills out there here and there. And I was paying attention to it going, well, how is this guy allowed to say this shit? Like I was just more, I was more puzzled on how he could get away with doing it on national television, especially with Fox. Never been a huge fan of Fox. Never really been a hater of Fox until recently. So I was pretty neutral about Tucker and what Tucker was saying then. But then when the situation with Fox and you know his uh departure, pretty much him being fired and he kind of just went <clears throat> he kind of just went Lone Ranger and kind of just did his own thing and just incorporated Twitter. That said a lot and Not to be similar to Andrew Tate in a way how Andrew Tate did with Rumble. When he went on Rumble, I would say a good 35% of YouTube followed him. I'm going to say that again, just so y'all pay attention, right? When Andrew Tate was canceled by YouTube, canceled by Twitter and all this other shit, he's seen the platform of Rumble as his opportunity. And when he did it, he did it at such a perfect timing that everybody magically, even people who weren't fans of him, jumped on Rumble right after. I think Tucker is different except when it comes to really what he talks about and the way he talks about things. He tends to be similar to Trump more passionate than other people within his field, within his personal field. So I think him getting to the level that he's at today, I I don't think it's coincidence. I don't think it's luck. I think it's just the care, consideration, and skill that he has. Whether people personally agree with him or personally like him or personally don't, I can literally care less. We're going over him. He's going to be talking about Trump and the establishment and all that shit. Shout out to Benny Johnson. We're just going to jump right in. And shout out to Sky News Australia. But uh, let's get it. Got it again. And Tucker Carlson. Is- My bad. Not Benny Johnson. Doc Rich. Doc Rich. It was titled like a Benny Johnson video.
3: But let's continue the topic of discussion today. He recently gave a speech where he said something that was very interesting. Well, I mean, he said a lot of things that were very interesting, but we're gonna be talking about one of the things that he said um, that I actually really, really agree with. Like, share, comment, hit that subscribe button if you are new. If you would like to help me out even further with this YouTube algorithm too, watch this video to the very end. It helps out tremendously. I will greatly appreciate it.
0: And with that being said, Let's dive in a reason in the order. It's not just that it's nice to say what you think and that it's essential to human dignity to be able to express what you really believe, though that is true. You cannot be a full citizen. If you can't say what you think you are instead a slave. You're If you're not allowed to say what you think, you are not a citizen. You are slave. It's that simple. And you don't need physical shackles because you have them in your head already. Damn So that is all true But that's not why they're trying to control what you say They're trying to control what you say Because they know that if you say it Nothing will ever be the same And this is If they can You gotta think about it
4: like this If people control If people can control What you say Then they can control how you feel the best example would be propaganda, things that's been used throughout history. They aim for a specific, like it's a fear. It's it's a fear factor, where it's like they want to instill fear in the people. The thing about uh, three years ago, the cough cough lockdown error was, it was about telling people that they would be safe as long as they social distance. They would be safe as long as they wash their hands. They would be safe as long as they would wear a mask. And eventually, they would be safe as long as they got the poke. And it was almost like these guys, these people sit back, and I I really believe this, uh, pen and pad, round table, Dr. Evil, fucking... Just the evil group of people just just sitting around taking notes on how people react, even the people who go against the shit and say, no, I'm not with it. They sit back and they study them. And even the thought of mass mandations being brought back. <clears throat> those who are on the right are automatically like <clears throat> it's not that they're in fear of it. They're just acknowledging the possibilities. So it's not really even propaganda anymore, it's possibility.
0: Exactly why they hate Trump. And it's not an endorsement of Trump, but it's just interesting since I've known, you know, I've watched the whole Trump saga, and I've had various feelings at various times, I've been incredibly frustrated by Trump, because honestly, who couldn't be? And then other times I've been totally inspired and excited. But the whole time I'm watching Trump, I'm thinking to myself, the core question, which no one ever asks, which is, why do they hate him so much?
3: Bingo. Bingo. Comment
0: below. Why
3: do you guys think the establishment hates Trump so much?
4: Well, they can't use the people anymore and they can't say because he's a racist, because he's a misogynist, because we know that's BS. He can't. They can't really use the fact that, you know, he's just this reckless president because he seems to be the only one that cares about the condition and the state that we are at as a country. Number three, the only thing that would be left is because he's against the establishment. He's boldly calling out the establishment. He is acknowledging the swamp. He's pointing out the deep state and they can't tolerate that. So the thing that they had and that being the establishment, the establishment has the people. The people are the ones that give these people the positions and powers that they have. So they say, and because of that, these people need the establishment the way that the establishment needs them. But the the establishment can't say that they need the people. Some people love to be told what to do and how to do things. Some people love rules and rules that are useful meaningful there's no problem with that but to go a step further there are just people who are openly open who are open about being controlled having an authority figure over them 24 7 we're talking about 1984 we're talking about burning books we're talking about erasing history They'll be completely fine with that. Hey, let's get rid of the Confederate flag. Why? Because it's racist. The same people that say that are burning the American flag today. The same people that say the Confederate flag is racist are now burning and stepping on and wiping their feet on the American flag. Can somebody explain this? I need I, can somebody explain it?
3: I don't get it. McAllister it's a very, very important question. And I found myself, got my sound acting
4: up again. Cause my phone's a fucking piece of shit.
3: Myself that question at one point in time. Why do they hate him so much? And you know, I've brought this up in conversations with folks, you know, on the left is, I mean, stop and really think about this for a second. Why do they? It's the same question that I asked <clears throat>
4: several people especially white people because it's always you would think and in some cases it's true that the the white people that hate Trump are just liberals and they're supposed to hate Trump but then even some of them are conservative and they claim to hate Trump and it's like what about Trump you hate and where you would take somebody like Joe Biden and replace him like what 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 is that factor about Trump that makes you so irate because like even guys like Biden presidents like Biden are just presidents you laugh at and more or less you laugh at the people who voted for him you laugh at the people who are dealing with the migrant cities the sanctuary cities because a lot of these people are Democrats oh yeah sure open borders yeah people deserve a, a opportunity okay now they're in your backyard. Now y'all hooting, hollering,
3: and complaining, but y'all voted for it. I hate this one man so much. Why did they decide he's the guy that they're going that they're gonna go after and and, 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 and attack viciously and, and completely down him in a bad way? Why? Why is he the guy? Why not somebody else? Anybody else? You know and. and <laughs> and one of the things that you know comes up oh he's he's a dictator he wants to take over and, and, and be president until the end and blah 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 right. blah blah uh, you know and and of course you know the, the um, you know uh, they try to attack Trump and say he's a terrible person and this and that isn't it a democracy shouldn't the people decide <laughs> whether or not they want Trump in office? I thought y'all like democracy, you know, you know, you got to always bring that up, right? Because they always talk about democracy, 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 even though we live in a constitutional republic. But they always bring that up. So I I throw it back at them. What about a democracy, though? Shouldn't the people decide? Just saying. If he's such a terrible person, it's so unpopular.
4: And see, that's why the left caters so much to particular people. That's sort of one of. That's one of the ways that they keep democracy where it's at by catering to the people, black community, gay community, trans community, whatever community that they target. They they will still say, "Well, you know, it's a democracy." And it's like if you question the last election, like Trump, you face indictments. So what what is what what's democracy today? What is it? But like the left, they always recreate words. They they redefine words. They add whatever the fuck they choose to add to it and take all of the logic
3: and all of the things that mean something away. Why do they not want him on the ballot then? Shouldn't they just easily defeat him, you know, in, in, in the poll? I mean, uh, in, in the election? Just saying. But it's a very important question and I think uh, Tucker answers one of the re- or gives one of the reasons why. He is very unpopular, but y'all, let me know what y'all think in the comment section, please.
0: Honestly, why do they hate Trump so much? It's the talking. It's the talking. It's not because Trump's program is so radical. Are you joking? He'd be. If this were 1985, he'd be like a center-left liberal. Yep. it's not radical at all. That's-
4: that 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 there is logic to what he is saying, and one of the things that I pointed out was the fact that. Here you got this moneymaker from New York City, New York, Um, building developer, all type, all types of shit, all types of titles this nigga Trump had balling everything that black people would see as success throughout history of music and in television. We looked at Trump and said, we want to be successful like him. There was not a lot of presidents that we actually sat back and said, we would like to be like him when we grow up. Or the way this individual is leading the people is something to admire. That's not even said about Barack Obama unless you're a hardcore socialist. I won't even say liberal because there's liberals that can't stand Obama. But you would have to be like a hardcore socialist, grassroots communist to view obama the same way most of it secretly whether secretly or now it's becoming more open throughout history most most black people have referenced trump in a way that he's making money he has this going on he has that going on very little throughout time where trump was referenced as a racist they try to do the shit with um one of the houses or one of the house developments that he was doing where it was pretty much an economic situation it wasn't a racial situation but it was in an area that had a good portion of blacks so the blacks had to complain because they weren't working enough making enough money to afford the rent and, and to afford the property of another building being built stupid shit oh he's a racist nah
0: nah nah fascism? Are you joking? No. No, it has nothing to do with what he does. It has everything to do with the fact that for whatever reason, his brain is not entirely controlled by the people in church. Bingo. And because. And that's an that's obvious.
4: That's obvious, right? If he's pointing out If he's actually pointing out the people that are involved in corruption, which he has been doing, and all of these things start to come to fruition, wouldn't that mean that Trump was right the entire time? I'm just saying. Now, I'm not saying this as a fanboy of Trump. I'm just saying Trump has said things about people that turned out to be true. So unlike a typical politician that will give you half truths. And the other half is, you know, exaggerations here and there. We make the numbers bigger than what they appear to be because, you know, people will follow it more. If something is more of 64% than 46%, for example, this is simple. I don't know if this is a skill that some people have, but I know about it because I've seen people do it and I can bring up thousands of examples To show you how politicians say one thing and do something entirely different based on whatever notion that their their individuals came up with to where they said, hey, maybe this isn't a good idea. Maybe you shouldn't be talking about doing this or Trump's not one of those people because there would have obviously been somebody from the establishment, which I'm sure there were several that were Republicans who were chosen. Who told Trump, hey, maybe we should uh, calm down on the whole building a wall thing. It's not really a good thing for us right now. This is how a lot of them talk. They're all agents. They're all pretty much controlled opposition. And, you know, Trump is like, nah, fuck that. I'm going to talk about building a wall. We need the wall. Fuck these motherfuckers. And we get Mexico to build a wall. That's that's how he was saying it. Final. What's what's said is said. Fuck these niggas. And that's why I like Trump. What's, what he says stands. And another thing that politicians really fail to realize with Trump is a lot of things that he says, it's not only true. Or if he says he's going to plan something and do something, he's actually putting his foot, putting his feet to the ground and getting shit moving. A lot of presidents will talk about doing something and it will go beyond their term of actually getting what needs to be done, done. That's a reality. Trump, as as much as people may have disliked him when it came to doing shit, he had all the intentions of doing it. If he didn't, he wouldn't have said it. Completely opposite of your traditional politician on either side of
0: the aisle. He's not entirely controlled. Well, first of all, it tells you that everybody else is entirely controlled. If like Trump is the one they hate the most, like what did Trump do wrong? I mean, you could say, oh, well, he's orange or whatever. Okay, fine. But like, has he really committed a crime so severe that we should send him to prison for the rest of his life? That's insane. And half the Republicans in Washington, probably closer to about 95 percent, would be very psyched if he went to prison for the rest of his life. Uh So why is that? That's also a big problem
3: as well. Y'all know what to do next election. I mean, that is absolutely insane that we have Republicans who are just sitting on the sideline, just sitting on their hands, sitting, doing
4: because they're established. See, that's the problem with a lot of guys on the right. Like they believe that the establishment is just people on the left. Like, oh, he's a liberal. He's a part of the establishment. It's like, nah, no, no. I've been saying this shit from the beginning. These rhino Republicans, these spineless Republicans with no backbone, they need the support of the liberals to stay afloat. This is how these people... See, Like I don't want to expose too much, but I'm going to say enough. Um, With the Bushes, for example, right? The Bushes were or at least HW Bush was more sort of tolerant with liberals than what most people would think. It's almost how Ronald Reagan is with liberals. Like liberals will still acknowledge Ronald Reagan or at least those like center left will, will simply say that they like Ronald Reagan for whatever reason. I think Trump's situation is dicey because when you have, when you're going When you're going head-to-head with the establishment, you got snakes in your party. You got snakes like Ron DeSantis. You got snakes like Mike Pence. You got snakes like Chris Christie. I could spend all night talking about that fat piece of shit. He's fat. He doesn't deserve to be anywhere near a stage. He needs to be on a treadmill. He's an embarrassment to New Jersey. Everybody knows it. It's like you look at him. Everybody else, you can go. All right, they can at least look represent. They can look uh, uh, respectful, and and they can look like decent, right? They they can be examples of what to be. Chris Christie's fat. He looks like the penguin from Batman. He looks like he looks like Danny DeVito's penguin from Batman. Michael Keaton's Batman. He looks like. A mess. He's shaped like an Oklahoma truck driver. He's shaped like the Michelin Man. He's shaped like the Michelin Man that almost looks like the villain from fucking, um, from Ghostbusters. The puffy motherfucker. Look like, uh, he looks like three stacks of marshmallows melted together. That's the shape of this nigga. Running for what country?
3: Absolutely nothing. Where's Lindsey Graham? Has anybody heard from him? Hmm? Anybody? Anybody? Mitch McConnell? He's supposed to be the leader. Anybody? Anybody? He's just not. I mean, obviously we know what Mitch McConnell is. I mean, come on. But to my point, there are a lot of folks, a lot of Republicans who claim to be staunch Republicans who clearly aren't, who clearly aren't. I, I mean, it's clear as day you'd have to be as blind as a bat to not see it i mean literally you know i think it's funny that and what and what tucker said
4: about trump just being center left loosely affiliated with the right only from namesake there's there's a that that kind of stands right that makes sense here's what doesn't make sense even if you were to talk to a lot of people today, because like some people will say that conservatism is pretty much the punk rock of this generation. Right. To be conservative, to be traditional, to believe in God, um, to believe in some level of, of righteousness. You're almost a rebel. You're the rebellion. You, you are the rebellion. If you are a Christian, you are the rebellion to these people. These people view you as. As the enemy. They'll spend time. Mocking your beliefs. And they don't have a spirit in their body. They have a spirit. But they don't acknowledge the spirit. So therefore they don't have spirit. But they want to tell you. What's cool. What's not cool. Right. I look at these. Um. These these pop icon rappers and shit like I seen like Doja Cat she did this video called I forgot what it's called but it's some shit about like some devil shit satanic shit Billy Eilish got the same theme satanic horns and all this other crazy nonsense. Um, there was someone else too they it, all these demonic themes right. Nobody really pays attention to it, but y'all listen to the fucking music, but y'all don't really pay attention to what the fuck they're saying, right? Or some of y'all do know what they're saying, y'all just don't care. There's been a level of wickedness, and this sort of level of wickedness is what enables them to make the money that they make and get the attention that they get. They can't be who they truly are. They can't be who they truly want to be because somebody else is over them and almost have, you know, strings attached to them and move the way that they say move or they ain't getting paid. They're not having careers. They're not getting paid. They're getting no recognition. Naturally, what takes place is sort of this... This time period, and I think a lot of people will relate if you have an artist, if you have a favorite artist that kind of like sells out or, or sold out in a sense that they start making music the way that they intend to make music. And you can tell because they're in their happiest stage, right? They release an album and the album just like kills, right? great album you know one of those albums where like you can listen to it beginning to end beginning to end right but on the second album you notice you know this guy's dressing funny then some guys you know some guys they just reach they reach the bottom you know what i'm saying some of these guys man you 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 see a lot of these dudes man they off the hook you know, they got a smash hit, first album, smash, Look, look, look billboard, left and right, all bangers, right? Second album, a, a nigga's on fucking Saturday Night Live with a dress on, you know what I mean? That's how they get them. Well, we got a couple of ideas, you know, we're just gonna, we're gonna change just a few things, you know. You know, what's, what are these guys going to say? These guys are responsible for this nigga getting a deal, for this nigga making the money, for him being able to travel and do what he want. So he's like, all right. Like I said, he got the dress on, man. He got the dress on. Niggas, niggas got the dress on. Y'all know what that shit means, man. Niggas got the dress on on some Tyler Perry shit. They doing some weird, spooky shit, man. They doing some they're doing some weird, reckless, spooky shit. Alright. That's how they change them. Then it's like the next album they make, they sound completely different. And you can tell by when they perform and you look at them, it's like damn, these niggas don't even look like they like what they do. They don't. They signed that contract. They went and saw, they went and saw their uh I don't even want to take it there. You know what I mean? They they went, you know. They went to one of them parties. Got turned out, man. Nigga got turned out, despicable basuda. Nigga got turned out, dude. You know what I mean? He's controlled. He's controlled in the sense that he's doing shit that he doesn't want to do, but he still has to do it in order to obtain the success and the money he's used to. Because a lot of guys, they get these deals, man. You know, niggas is getting like, you know, some niggas will get like a $500,000 deal and think that they've made it. And that's like really not the case. Like you want to go as high as possible when it comes to getting a deal because you want to have at least something to fall back on. you know, a lot of these niggas got terrible spinning habits. So they buying rims, they buying rims for cars they don't have. Um, They buying sneakers, they buying jewelry, they buying cars. They don't realize, some of them, that a lot of that money that you're getting has to be put into your production. Some of these people, they got their own producers and it might be smart for you to deal with them. But then again, it might not. 'Cause they'll be the ones see I'm giving y'all game. I think like the the producers and like the in house producers and shit, they're the ones that get all the evidence and the notes and they go back to the executives and go, Yeah, you know, this guy's a little, you know, hard to work with. I don't know if we can really I'm telling you, that's how that shit is. It's like making a band. If y'all remember making a band. P Diddy, P. Diddy pop, Puffy, Puff Daddy,
3: whatever's fucking whatever he goes by today. Despicable to be as blind as a bat to not see these Republicans that we elected to put in office to stand for us as Republicans. They're not Republicans. They're not. Uh, It's, it's, it's as clear as
4: the point I was trying to make earlier was Trump's technically not a Republican either. (laughs) If we can all be honest, like, yeah, Trump, Trump's in the Republican party. But really think about his upbringing. Is Trump a real Republican? No. Does it matter to me? Absolutely not. I don't give a shit. Real shit. I don't care. I I, 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 I wouldn't care. I, I don't care what the fuck, what the fuck this nigga was growing up, coming up. Don't matter to me. Oh, he ran. He ran as a Republican because that was a chess move. And see, the people just don't understand it. That's a chess move. Trump, by Trump being in office, it's single-handedly woken up most of the black community to where they're at least thinking of the alternatives of somebody like Trump to somebody like Biden. The numbers speak for itself, going from 8% of black black supporters um, I think that was, that was actually, I want to say 2015, 2016, 8% of black uh, supporters to 2020 went pretty much close to, if, if not 24% or 23%. So how does the numbers go up rapidly like that, especially for a quote unquote Republican president. This hasn't it hasn't been like this for decades. You understand? To where black people are saying, Well, damn, Trump's a Republican. Well, whatever. They supporting him. There hasn't been a shift like this with predominantly the blacks going from left to right since
3: probably the thirties or forties. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm a lunatic. Y'all let me know in the comment section. I, I I could be crazy. Okay. Hey, if I ever start saying some crazy bozo stuff, y'all let me know. Reel me back in. Don't let me go off the deep end. All right. Reel me back in. Hey, come on. Rich. Hey, come on. You're you, you going off the deep end. Let's, let's reel you back in. So let me know. Let me know. Cause I feel like Tucker is right. It's probably closer to 95% of Republicans that we elected to be Republicans, for us, to represent us as Republicans, they're not really Republicans. 95%. The only folks that I would actually consider Republicans are basically the people in the Freedom Caucus.
4: Now, if they're not Republicans, then what are they? And no, they're not Democrats either. They sit at the table with the Democrats. They're the establishment. They're just cogs in the machine but they're functioning along with the machine. They are the machine but as a collective. So, these so-called Republicans who collaborate with these lunatic liberals and and just demonic Democrats, they're they're the establishment. You talk about like why well, I said earlier when 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 you mentioned the Bushes, you're mentioning the establishment. George H.W. Bush, the establishment. George W. Bush, a dumber, but still another example of the establishment. When you see blatant corruption taking place and no crime, no no law is being brought in. No questioning is taking place. And the person who's accused is just going around scot-free doing whatever they want and they're on a political level, they're probably part of the establishment. These people are untouchable because they got the people who actually prosecute, people that arrest, people that exterminate other people in their pockets. These politicians, not all, but the establishment looks at the world and looks at the country as a monopoly board. And we are just the dollars they spend. We only represent resources to them. We are human resources. Nothing more, nothing less. Unless we are cut from that same cloth. If we're cut from that same cloth, then I should be able to break bread along with these individuals controlling the populated world. And that's, I I believe, and whether people look at it as a totalitarian are just an extreme authoritarian movement, or even people that say America is becoming more of a socialist sort of country, which I believe, because look at the people they're letting in and look where they're from. A lot of the areas that they come out of are pretty much socialist communist regimes anyway. So they're going to feel right at home, I guess, eventually by the time shit kicks off. There was a short video of the Mexican guy. There was these uh, Mexicans, they were building legal Mexicans. They were building the wall. They're, they're actually building the wall. I don't know if you guys know this or not. They're actually building the wall. And um the guy who was filming them, they were like, hey man, what are y'all doing building the wall? They're like, uh, they're like Biden's in office now, and the guy was laughing. So the Mexican dude, he was over there working, he just stopped working, and he walked over there and he was like, Hey man, you know why this wall's being built? And the guy with the camera was like, no. He was like, well, the dollar here is supposed to crash soon. So that's preventing when the dollar crashes, it's going to prevent the illegals from coming back. So when things hit, when shit truly hits the fan and these people who come to the country illegally believe that they have the land and opportunity ahead of them, the dollar's going to crash and, and nothing's going to matter. And they're just going to be used as human resources. Don't don't look at me as a tinfoil hat wearing person. Give it some time. Then you can judge me later on.
3: Matt Gaetz in the crew, Byron Donalds, Lauren Bobart, that crew, everybody else. They can kick rocks. We we, we need a whole new Republican Party, a whole new. Not well, we don't have to change the actual party, but the elected officials need to change. I think
4: if you talk about the typical conversation of politics, I've always believed that the two-party system was stupid, garbage, and useless. And it was almost like professional wrestling where it's two wings of the same bird. So without the left, the right would divide. And without the right, the left would divide. The left is already dividing now. But what I'm saying is the typical two-sided argument is a hero needs a villain or that hero is not a hero. Like the the hero needs the villain as in the villain needs the hero. It's Batman and Joker. If you think about it, for those who know about the comics and the movies, the relationship between Batman and Joker is ironically Joker, Joker can kill Batman, but he doesn't kill Batman. He toys with Batman He wants Batman to be the hero and save the day, so then he can come up with another plan later on. That's the Joker. Batman, on the other hand, he's a vigilante, so he's hated by the police. He's hated by most good good people look at him as the spooky bad guy because all the shit they heard about him, but all he's trying to do is protect the city. Without Joker, he's just a bad guy like Joker. That's the whole psychology of it. So in politics, it's the same thing where conservatives feel like Batman and they feel like the lunatic liberals are Joker and we need to band together and stop this from happening. The liberals have the twisted mindset to where no, we're Batman. You guys are jokers. You guys are villains trying to destroy our country. And without a separation between a conservative and a liberal Or someone who's more center right than center left, you couldn't, it it would be almost impossible to create, not even create, but form natural parties where these people stand apart. They're right wing, but they stand apart from conservatives in this way. Or they're left, they're more left thinking, but they stand apart from liberals in that way. And I think even in terms of like, more deeper in political science there's that tolerable sort of center left more classical liberal that would be more willing to sit down and have dialogue with more of a classical conservative more so classical in terms of traditionalism and religion and shit like that and they could both easily have a conversation because they're both tolerable to an extent we have became too radical because the opposition has became radical. Um, feminism became what it is. So the red pill, MGTOW, and the philosophies is what it is. There's There's the yang and the yang with pretty much everything in this world, even in terms of good and evil. That being said... Dividing dividing the country even further would probably not be a great idea because I do believe that the country does stand on sort of the left and the right's views on certain things. And there needs to be more of a debate rather than an argument from both sides. My personal opinion.
3: I mean, that's a fact. And um, I'm glad it's getting exposed now because now we know what to do. Now we know what to do. Next election. Oh, weren't you, the, weren't you the Republican that was sitting? Nope, nope, nope. Are you gonna sit on your hands the next time something like this happens like he did? No? Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm voting for you. You know, it's, it's that
0: simple. It's that simple, right? We want real Republicans, but let's get back to this video, I'm sorry. I'll tell you exactly why. I know, because I've watched this really carefully from Washington for his entire term, and then the subsequent three years. They hate Trump because they fear Trump. And they fear Trump, not because of what he might do, but because what he might say. Yep. And at any moment.
4: And that's that's it, because they know he's not he's not establishment. He's not a part of the establishment. So obviously, he's not a physical threat. His presence is a physical threat because of how people react to him, meaning you know, Trump goes to a fucking pizza joint in New York. Everybody in New York loses their minds. They're all cheering USA. They're all cheering for Donald Trump. Trump goes to a UFC event in Las Vegas, walks in, the entire place erupts. Like it like he's in a fucking Coliseum. Like he's the fighter. USA chance. Four more years, Donald Trump chance. Right? Joe Biden is booed when he goes places. He's booed. People don't like him. And the thing that the thing to me that sort of bizarre world and this is why I generally believe now that there had to be a rigged election because look at the general public's response to both people going to public places if Trump was truly hated the way that he was hated, when he would would he if he would have went to a pizzeria, someone would have threw something at him. Someone would have said fuck Trump. Nothing. No, none of that takes place. All yelling screaming cheering, "We love Trump." All this shit, right? Joe Biden gets nothing. Like look, like realistically, the people who follow Biden are The people that blindly followed Bill Clinton, the blacks that are following Biden, I want y'all to pay attention and Biden and Bill Clinton are connected with the crime rule. Hold up. The, The crime law, you know, the three strike Bill Clinton and Biden did collaborate on signing that, which incarcerated the most black men. But we all know Trump is not. I mean, not Trump. Biden is not a stranger to this. Biden has been known to lock up African Americans over small possessions of drugs and giving them a minimum sentence of five years, but these are the people that y'all blindly, y'all y'all open, y'all were just willing to accept the lies and the deception, and for that, especially especially New York, Los Angeles, Chicago, all the Democratic areas, all these people that are now coming in to your neighborhoods, y'all voted for it. Spicy.
0: Trump might be autistic enough to tell the truth about what's actually happening. Whoa, wait, what's that? I was in D.C. when this started, and Trump had the greatest line I've ever heard, and no one even noticed it except me, because I spent my life in Washington, but he was having some debate, and somebody said something about NATO, which is the North Atlantic Treaty Organization, post-war to prevent the Soviets from invading Western Europe, and Trump goes...
4: Well, today... NATO, and to be fair, NATO is pretty much the spreading of propaganda today still as looking at Russia as the boogeyman. And I wonder who's profiting now. The same people. Now it's Vladimir Putin. He's the next age Stalin. We must stop him at all costs. The country gets a hold of it. Everybody's brainwashed. Oh, we support the Ukraine. You know. This guy, this Zelensky guy, he's a psychopath. He laughed about killing individuals. The guy's a sick maniac. And I'm not saying that um, Putin is a fucking guardian angel. I don't know too much about him, but I know enough to say that he's against NATO for a reason. He was against the uh, the GMOs and uh, Monsantos fucking up the food, doing whatever they're doing to the food. He was one of the people that was against that. A lot of people don't know that. But a lot of people don't know what the fuck Monsanto is. What the?
0: Despicable. Point of NATO. And I remember thinking, what a stupid question. What's the point of NATO? Everyone knows the point of NATO. Like, the, it's to prevent the Soviets from invading Germany. But I was like, but there are no more Soviets. That ended in 1991. There you go. So, like, what is the point of NATO? That's actually, and then I was thinking to myself, because I
4: this goes back to what I said in the beginning. And I, this is how I know this is how I know that I know what the fuck I'm talking about. They have to replace that entity which was the Soviets. All they did was look at it geographically and say, "Well, Russia all right, Putin, Stalin. This, like I said, like, that's 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 the explanation that these people came up with. All right, Putin, Stalin. We should fear and hate Putin and Russia, and and, and that's kind of that's, in my opinion, that's how NATO gets down. Without without the Soviet Union, what's NATO? That's pretty much what he was trying to ask. But then you, once again, they need to replace things. They need to re, they, they need to redefine words, terminologies, people. People of color, things like that. They have to redefine shit that doesn't need to be redefined.
0: Living in D.C. So I was like captured by the groupthink that does capture you if you live in a place long enough. Mm-hmm. I remember my wife who grew up outside Detroit being like, why would anyone buy a Japanese car? That's insane. I, I was
3: I was there at one point, you know. I, I can attest to being in that group. You know what? I gotta give Detroit a lot of credit. And I do shout out Detroit a lot.
4: Michigan in general, really. And the reason why, because I was listening I was listening to Opie and Anthony like I pretty much do every day when I go to work. And I didn't know I didn't know this, but um they were interviewing there's this big compilation of them interviewing and going over to catch a predator with Chris Hansen. But they had really good interviews with Chris Hansen because you kind of get into the mind of the guy who is just used to seeing pieces of trash, pedophiles who should be executed, people that want sexual relationships with minors. Who should be burned at the fucking at the stake, in my personal opinion. He's the guy who's known for really dealing with these pieces of shit and he puts his life in jeopardy cuz who knows how the fuck these weirdos are going to act. But he was talking and he's from Detroit. Like what's up with Detroit? Shout out to Detroit. I didn't I didn't know Tucker was from Detroit as as well as Chris Hansen. I would say two of my are they is Tucker considered a
3: journalist? I don't know. I think and you guys have watched the journey. I wasn't always on the right in mindset. In, in, in actions, right? I wasn't always on the right. Not not at all. Not at all. There was one point in time where I, I didn't really like Trump. And then I came to the realization, hold on, why don't I like Trump? Is there mm. an actual reason why? Hmm. No, there really isn't. I've just been... Very similar.
4: Very similar to my situation. Very similar to a lot of other black people who sort of came around to Trump later on. I never I never really hated Trump. But the thing was, I was trying to figure out, similar to what Tucker Carlson is saying, well, what do people hate Trump for? Okay, he's a Republican. Alright, that makes sense with the black community. He's considered a racist. From what angle and from what 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 evidence? And this is where the people. This is where you can easily win the argument with the left. It's like, give me an example of Trump being a racist. The people that you guys follow, like Bill Maher, he said nigger at least three times on national television, a white man, a white liberal, beta, beta male white man, old, old fucking Dr. Seuss looking white man going around here saying nigger like it's just like his ABCs and shit. I never heard Trump say nigger like that at all actually I heard him refer to a black person as a black I found that shit to be funny that's why I use that term today a black but uh, I've heard him say that I've heard him say things like uh, here's my African American friend over here I've heard that shit and I'm glad he just stopped with that shit he needed to stop with that because he would have very well lose me if he started pandering like these fucking Democrats. Trump going out there, for example, for people that want to know what pandering is. Trump going out there and saying that there is. he had we have the, you know. Um, the smallest number of black people, unemployed, Asian people, Hispanic. That's not pandering. That's facts. It's factual. These Democrats telling y'all niggas that y'all deserve reparations, that's pandering. That will never happen in this country. I want y'all people to really understand what I'm saying right now. It's facts versus feelings. It's facts versus fiction, right? It's Trump telling you that we had the lowest unemployment level in the country. And there's facts and evidence to that. Versus a Democrat telling black people today that you're going to get reparations. All you got to do is vote for us. Which one seems a little bit more uh, logical
3: to you? Cold to not like Trump. Do I really actually not like Trump? Let me look more into this guy. Let me figure out who this guy actually is. Let me look at some of the stuff he's actually done and what he did. Let me, let me actually dig, dig, dig deeper into this Trump guy didn't realize Mm. and then like it didn't even i didn't even have to dig deep
4: with this nigga i knew i knew from that trump debate that that debate that he had with uh with hillary clinton's corrupted ass i knew this nigga was the truth i knew it now i didn't say it outright at that time but i'm like damn this nigga's right and if you guys are telling me that i'm conan listen to uh listen to uh chappelle matter of fact Matter of fact, let's listen to Chappelle together. Pause. I'm gonna go on YouTube real quick because I wanna I wanna point this out. And keep in mind, the same shit, the same shit that he's been talking about, and like Dave Chappelle is very much so a fence sitter when it comes to politics. He's very much a fence sitter, but The things that he brings up about Trump now, it's almost like, hmm, that's weird. Here we go.
2: I don't understand why Trump was so popular. The reason he is loved is because people in Ohio have never seen somebody like him. He's what I call an honest liar. That first debate, I've never seen a white male billionaire screaming at the top of his lungs. This whole system is rigged. He said, and across the stage was a white woman, Hillary Clinton and Barack Obama sitting over there looking at him like, no, it's not. I said, now, wait a minute, bro. That's what he said. And the moderator said, well, this Trump, if in fact the system is rigged, what would be your evidence? Remember what he said, bro? He said, I know the system is rigged because I use it. <laughs> I said, Damn. And then Hillary Clinton tried to punch me in the taxes. She said, this man doesn't pay his taxes. Shut <laughs> my That makes me smart. And then he said, if you want me to pay like taxes, then change the tax code. But I know you won't because your friends and your donors enjoy the same
3: tax breaks that I do. And with that, my friends, the star was born.
0: And Dave Chappelle's a Republican. I'll take it.
3: It's fine. I you don't understand why <laughs> Trump was so popular. Alright,
4: right, shout out to uh Michael Knowles, but no, Trump is not a Trump supporter. I think I think Dave Chappelle is one of those people, and there's gonna there's a lot of these people, man. You got guys like uh Mark Wahlberg, guys like Mel Gibson, you know, guys who are actually meeting up with Trump, having meetings with Trump. You would be surprised how many of these movie stars and celebrities actually like Trump, but they know their smartest move is to kind of stay silent. That's why when you start mentioning politics around certain certain celebrities and shit, they don't want nothing to do with it. It's almost a dead giveaway because our society today... Or our government and our way of politics, really use the celebrity as a cheerleader for a lot of these politicians. But then you'll got you'll have the the very few that that will speak out. I think um, Rob Snyder was one of the people that would speak out. He would go on Fox every now and then. Um, you got guys like Adam Carolla. He's very much so on the right. And he has his podcast and he's very open about what he says. But it's it's very funny to hear people like Dave Chappelle. Who I believe he kind of said he kind of went along with the whole Trump's a racist thing. But I think it was really just a PR stunt. And I think it was just an and and hear me out. It's an easy PR stunt because they know that the general public don't like Trump. So if they say something like fuck Donald Trump, that's going to resonate with a lot of people, whether that person actually believes it or not. Remember YG? Matter of fact, this is like almost like a freestyle episode. Remember YG who made the song with Nipsey Hussle called Fuck Donald Trump? Well, YG has some things to say about Trump within his community in Cali. And the whole thing is bizarre because, you know, just bizarre. Very bizarre because, like I said, you make a song called Fuck Donald Trump that resonated with the black community only off of everything else that they were taught and pretty much lied to about when it came to Donald Trump. Without really knowing, you know, who he was and what he stood for.
2: Yeah, like Donald Trump or some. I saw him at the fight last weekend. Oh, last weekend? Yeah. I saw him at the fights the other day. What fight was he at? I met... He was at the UFC. Have you been to UFC? I ain't been to a fight. Oh, you got to come with me sometime. Man. You feel I'll be watching this shit. This shit's crazy as fuck. Bro, you would love it there, bro. Hey, last week, bro. That was like two months ago. Oh, I saw him last week, too. Who fought last week? Um, This guy, Volkanovsky, and another guy, Yair Rodriguez, were the, the headliners. Oh, and. Uh, shit. Yeah, but I, I met him two times. Yeah, do black people fuck with him more? It seems like... It, to me, it seemed like more black guys would mess with Trump because he seems more like connected to the culture a little bit. Hey, look, I ain't gonna lie, bro. Uh, uh, the black... Yo, keep in mind,
4: YG... YG 400 did a song with Nipsey Hussle called Fuck Donald Trump. Now... This is the person who's responsible for the song, talking about his community.
2: That community was not fucking with Trump, you know what I'm saying? But when that PPP shit and all that shit came out, mm-hmm. black people forgave him <laughs> because he helped out. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm speaking on the motherfuckers in the hood and shit in the yeah. I'm speaking on maybe that. You feel me? Let them tell it. You feel me? This is what they say. Yeah. She. Biden ain't did nothing for us. Bingo. That nigga Trump. Was,
4: Bingo. That's not money. Bingo. <laughs> we fuck with. Bingo. Bingo. This was going on since 2020. A lot of niggas. 2020 was a very important year for a lot of us, man. Real shit, man. 2020 was the year of enlightenment for me. I started seeing things and I started seeing people and not just seeing people, but seeing people's reactions, seeing people's emotions, uh, how people, how people viewed, you know, the coronavirus and how people viewed Trump and how people viewed politics. And I kind of was able to see that there was a lot of people who were just brainwashed, man. One day they wake up and they go, Damn. What this nigga was talking about was right. Like he was spitting facts because look what's going on now. Hopefully, a lot of those people become more, you know, prevalent, but I still think it's a long way to go. But somebody like YG talking about in his community, (coughs) you had the PPP loans, you had the stimulus checks. He had a lot of things that was going on that Trump was doing. People, like I say, you can like him, you can dislike him, but he was doing his shit, and he was helping a lot of folks out. A lot of the black folks, the black owned businesses. Like, <laughs> where do you think? Let me stop because I don't want to go too deep. I mean, we can just make it. We can we can take it a little bit further. Where do you think uh, the historical black colleges and universities were complaining about? When presidents beforehand, like Barack Obama, or presidents currently, like Joe Biden, where now he'll give money to pander. Trump gave these niggas a lump sum of cash and was like, here, you guys don't have to come back and forth begging for money. That's like, that's what he said. You got a white supremacist just forking over cash. I I. I hate black people so much, I'm going to donate money to black people. There it is. That's how I'll get back at them. I'll give them money. I'll give them loans. What type of bullshit are we talking about? I'm like, damn, so y'all back with
2: Trump? Just like that, huh? (laughs) And he was like, like, hell yeah, they passing out money. (laughs) I'm like, damn, that shit crazy. Bruh, that's true, though. Somebody showed up with a couple of bucks, man. That'll change the way you think about them.
4: But you know what's crazy for YG? You know why he's saying that? Because he was, in a musical sense, standing against what Trump, what they believe Trump represented. But if this person in returns gives you a lump sum of cash and gives you a whole lot of opportunity as a black man, you're going to have to realistically say, damn, this nigga wasn't as bad as we thought we was. I mean, he wasn't as bad as we thought he was. Like, maybe there's something else. Maybe there's something about this nigga. And that question right there or that statement right there, that changes everything. Because now you got the people today. They tell you straight up, yeah, we fuck with Trump. This is why we fuck with Trump. No if, ands, or buts. And then the easy question, just like how he said it, the, the people in the communities, whether in L.A., whether in New Jersey, whether in New York, whether in PA, whether in Atlanta... Realistically, they're going to say, well, what has Biden really done for us? That's where that comes. That question comes in. Then it's like, all right, now you're starting to wake up. Because really, what's Biden done for you? What's Obama done for you?
2: Yikes. <laughs> you know what i So, yeah, I thought it was interesting. I mean, I didn't speak with him too much, but his son was there. I don't know, I mean, you know, I don't know how, I mean, I have different, I don't really trust a lot of these cats, you know, I never really liked politics, I never trusted, def- I never really trusted politics, man, Fair. I never, because we grew up in like a poor area, so if something was out happening in our area, nobody cared because we weren't paying taxes, you know, we didn't have a lot of tax money, so they weren't really coming to help us, you know. Hey, so what you tell him when you met him, Trump? Yeah. I asked him if uh, if he thought I could be a uh, working pot if 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 he thought I could work in politics one day. <laughs> he's like like you can? You? No, he didn't. But he's I'm like, yes, you can. You're <laughs> <laughs> the best thing about Trump. I will say this, man. He's like, you're doing great. You're fine. You're good. He goes, your parents are great. I was like, my dad been dead for thirty years. He
3: goes,
2: <laughs> <laughs> he's a you know, but he goes. But before that, he was doing good. <laughs> i would have laughed too i would have laughed i laughed so hard man, because he was right kind of he like makes you feel you know he's just good at shaking he just makes you feel excited you know um but he was real friendly he rolled in with mike tyson man the first time that i met him which was crazy and then uh but yeah he seemed to be doing good um who, who, who did I... Oh, I did sit next to his son one time because his son looks kind of like a business guy, you know? Man, you know I make the biggest fuck Trump song ever? Fuck Donald Trump, that was your song? Yeah, that was my shit. No <laughs> way, bro. Yeah, bro, you know that? I didn't even like, know that. You think that me and this shit? Damn. I, I, I'll
4: I acknowledge him for at least saying that, what he's saying, because if he doesn't, it it just makes the situation awkward because I already mentioned it three or four fucking times. <clears throat> But it's go, it goes to show you that even people who've personally dissed Donald Trump from what they see and see the reason why he's surprised, not only because of the song, but he's no longer connected to that community the way that he was. So he doesn't live that lifestyle that people from his community live. That's just the reality. Not to say that he's a limousine liberal, but it's like you are making a song called Fuck Donald Trump. And you're not you're not necessarily giving... And even in the song, there's not really a... There's no solution to it. It's just y'all saying fuck Donald Trump. I always found... And I'm a fan of Nipsey, rest in peace. But uh, I always was never really a fan of the song. I just found it to be kind of corny. It reminded me of... Uh, <clears throat> Y'all remember the uh, my President is Black song by uh, Jeezy and Nas? Like, to me, that shit was just corny as shit. It was just cringe. Cringe as fuck.
2: Bro. Yeah. Damn, congratulations. So I wanted to, like, what he going to, like, if I ever met the nigga, like, what he going to say to me? He probably like, it's a good song. <laughs> <laughs> what? Because it was a good song. He would at least give you that credit. You know? <laughs> hey, hey. He, funny as <laughs> he would at least, I think, give you that credit, man. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I, sometimes, yeah, it's interesting. Politics is interesting because you start to see, like, if certain communities are just being used, if certain communities are just being.
4: You know what he's trying to insinuate, right? Like, yeah, you're being used as a pawn from the other people. You've allowed the other people to tell you that this guy's a racist and you should dislike him. While disliking him, make a song about him. Then the niggas neighborhood fucking transformed and shit. Pause. Neighborhood turned into a Decepticon and shit. It's like, nah, we fuck with Trump. This nigga gave us money. Yeah, he cool with us. Uh who who's in who's office? Joe Who? Yeah, fuck him. We like Trump. We want him back. Not only are they saying he gave us money. But even deeper, they're saying, we want him back. We were wrong. This is what a lot of these things. We were absolutely wrong with our judgment earlier. And we want him back as soon as possible. Okay? That's 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 like a grunt. You're talking about L.A. Like You're talking about the hood. You're talking about the projects. You're talking about those areas. Those black folks are waking up
2: and uh, taking advantage of, you know, Um, but anyway, man, uh, I'm trying to think of anything else we want to talk about, but I thought that he was nice, though. He was nice. Yeah, but it's, you know, I don't know him. I don't know what he's like as a. Business person and everything But he seemed to just sit there And enjoy the fights You know Yeah he be grabbing bitches By their pussy and shit too right? I mean who A lot of people have You know what I'm saying bro Hold on (laughs) Hold on Well He's he's, he's a fucking Set of like uh, Dishwashing gloves That were just like that bro (laughs) Niggas burnt (laughs) Niggas just shot out
4: dude But yeah You know All these people And by the way I mean <clears throat> his video did he did hit uh 33 million views on World Star Hip Hop's channel on YouTube. So that is something to be said about that. <clears throat> I honestly I honestly look at it as a grift, meaning to say fuck Donald Trump would also it would be almost like Because at the time, people just thought, well, Donald Trump is just, you know, they they looked at Donald Trump as the establishment, which is crazy and bizarre. But that's how they view things. In reality, he's the guy against big government. He's the guy with little power politically without his power of the people and the people who support him. He's not, he's not, he's, he's a fish dead in water, but luckily for the people that support him, that's not the case, and throughout the entire time with just him doing interviews with Tucker Carlson, um, you know, personally not going to the debates, like, yo, fuck these niggas, he said he got guys there that don't even got double digits. Some of these guys are getting blown out by 50 points. How are these people still qualified? See me, I'm smart. I'm not stupid. I'm not a dummy. I I would have complete and utter control of the votes taking place I would have this shit like American Idol, my nigga. I would have this shit like American Idol. You would have to vote every time these motherfuckers have a debate on which one you want. And lowest person to get the lowest points, gotta go. If it's stagnant on both ends where even the highest person has like pretty much low points, then two of these niggas gotta go. That's how you really do it. You don't let these peasants, Chris, Chris, come on, stop it. You don't let these people, you don't allow these people to stand on the podium, man. They just don't have a chance. It's an embarrassment to them, and it's an embarrassment to the United States of America. All right? That's what that is. But anyway, we're close to an hour and 40 minutes. And it's close to uh, 830 for me right now, which gives me my usual what hour, 30 minutes, hour and 45 minutes to do what I need to do. But like I say, I finished my shit just in time, right? Where... By the time I really got to finish everything else, I'm done easily 85% of what I need to finish. No double checking shit. Some of these people are just ridiculous, man. These part timers. It's like you got the work environment today and it's just like people who just drag like, that's really what the work environment is almost for in that sense. It's just where things sort of drag. There's no, there's no true, like, movement or, like, momentum to the day where, like, people just go and just drag through the day. I don't do that shit. I don't have the time to do it. I don't have the patience to deal with people doing it. So I bring my headphones and I'm pretty much like ready, willing, and able to get things done in my own accord, which is at a timely, reasonable with with a timely fashion and with a reasonable method. Right. Do my eight and hit the gate. That's always, you know, that's always the motive, man. Doing my eight and hitting the gate. All right. That's another shirt. Another shirt, all right. For my people that's involved with uh with making the merch, that's another shirt. Doing my eight and hitting the gate on one side. On the other side, we got to come up with some uh with some logos here. <clears throat> I'm gonna create this like Dropbox, so- something like a Dropbox, <clears throat> where people can kind of just you know drop off like ideas and shit. You know what I mean? But the person who's involved with, with spreading the merchandise, doing my eight and hitting the gate, that's the crimson. Or in the back, this has the crimson capsule chapel. And then on the front, it says doing my eight and hitting the gate. I got several logos that I created, but I'm, I'm kind of getting back into the swing of things. It's my birthday. I think my birthday's coming up in two weeks. So I'm going to try to get a another laptop or really just I might just get another. I might just get a nice upscale tablet that I'll use primarily for my logo designs and other adventurous shit. Because I have a laptop, even though it's pretty much outdated, it's still functional and I don't really use a laptop for much of anything besides. Making music, and that's really it. Gathering videos, downloading it, dragging it to my phone. That's the only thing I really use my laptop for. Um, I used to play PC a while back, then I just stopped. I think just my laptop wasn't fast enough. And even today, like to get a nice laptop, it costs a lot of money. And like with me, if I spend a lot of money, I put a lot of thought lay like, into like, all right, what how am I going to function with this? What are the limits of things that I can do with this and things like that. I look into like more of the limitations of things rather than expectations like what can I do and how much of it can I do without wearing down, you know, the hardware and, you know, the nut, the the nuts and bolts and all that other shit. Within the computer, right? Laptops are the same thing. Except I, I would pretty much... If I get a new laptop, I'll travel with it. I would travel with the laptop I have, but it's pretty much... out. Like I said, it's outdated, so it's not really... I wouldn't really use it for much. You know, even when it comes to making music, it's like not even really worth it. But I think... I think this whole this whole situation, outside of what I'm talking about with the videos, is just people have to really kind of experience shit to really learn something, and that's really everybody. Some of us were capable. <clears throat> excuse me. Some of us were capable of learning from someone else's mistakes, and that's that takes wisdom are you are introduced to wisdom from that. Um, seeing someone else go through something and you not wanting to go through the same and just remembering, you know, that to me is like you being introduced to wisdom in a sense of you've experienced, you've seen the experience, so you don't need to experience it yourself. One of those situations. Drugs, for example. Some people love drugs. They just love it. Me, I love smoking a little pot. Pot's legal. I don't give a shit whether it's a drug or not. People people get sick more so off of fucking over-the-counter medicine, whether it was FDA-approving over-the-counter medicine that hospitalized and even killed people, than a fucking joint. So I don't want to go too deep into that. I'm not a hippie. I'm not an activist when it comes to smoking pot. I just like smoking weed. I don't give a fuck what other people do. But some people enjoy popping pills, popping addies, popping Adderalls. All right. Perkies, Zannies, all this shit. Benzos, uppers, downers, jumpers, drowners, all that shit. They love it. Other people... Not so much, no. Nope. Is it is it right to just say, "Oh, you're a straight edge piece of shit. You're a no drug doing, whatever." Right? No. It's whatever the fuck they want to do. But if you see somebody <clears throat> butt ass naked running in the street smoking sherm. Or niggas just wilding the fuck out off of K2, smoking spices, all like all types of debauchery, right? it's all types of foolishness. You know, smoking K2. Um, they better off just huffing gas, pretty much, for all that matter, and going driving. These people are dysfunctional, right? You would look at a person who's bugging the fuck out, smoking angel dust and go. Yeah, I don't want to try angel dust. That's something I wouldn't do. Now, you didn't have to smoke that fucking um, Sherman Hemsley stick, the Sherm stick. You didn't have to get bugged out off of embalming fluid to come to the conclusion that that's something that you probably wouldn't want to do. You know, just eh, fair assessment, right? There's other people that legitimately just don't give a fuck and they'll do it just to do it. What else do they have to do? They'll do it to do it because they got nothing else better to do. Despicable. Clown world, hive-minded. Just peasant, just just a just a peasant. A real life peasant. Nothing to lose, yet nothing to live for. Don't be that. But anyway, as I always say, in the meantime and in between time, and until next time, Jersey Judah with another episode, another edition of the Crimson Capsule Chapel. Um, Shout out to Sky News Australia. Shout out to Doc Rich. I'm signing out. Peace.